Okay, so this is uh, April 29th, 2014, at IMS Discussion Group E. ဟိုဟာရောင်းဗျူအထုတ်ကြီးလို့ပဲလို့ခံစားရတယ်အဲ့တော့သူစိတ်ကတယ်အဲ့တမဲ့သူဒီယိုလာရတယ်ရဲ
Whatever is happening, it has its cause and its effects, but it's a process. It's not chaos. Not chaos. Not chaos. That puts a different slant on it for me. That puts a different slant on it for you? Yeah, I have to think about that. Everything has conditions that allow it to arise. Without those conditions, it wouldn't be there. It would be a different effect. Right. Yeah. This causes and conditions. Yes. 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 Automatically. Yeah. It's only because we don't know what the conditions are that feed into the effects that we see, that we think sometimes Automatic. that it's happening automatically or by itself. Mm. Okay, next. Do you want a chair there? Yes, you want a chair, she are any of these questions? Yeah, there we can take them. Yes. I, um, I have a question about <coughs> the version. And um, I'm able to see delusion and greed in my mind. But if their version seems to be very situational. Um, if I see something like Big Spider, I know there's a, I see a version. Um, yet specifically related to illness, um, when I'm ill and I'm feeling miserable, 
um, I look at my mind, and I know I'm feeling miserable, and I know there has to be a version, and, and yet I can't see it. Um, it's just like my mind is my mind is blank. ตัวอืมเสียเนี่ยเดลูกเปียวมิเซอร์เบิลลูกเปียวไอ้สิกะลงมาตามอืมตัวเปียวเนี่ยลอบะเนี่ยมอหาวเสียมาอะฉิงได
Um, so the mind knows the object. Um, when you already know the object and then you try to see it, you can sometimes just shoot through it and then it's like you don't see it. But actually, mm. naturally, you've see already it. seen Okay, so you don't don't look for it, he said. You already know that it's miserable. That's the awareness. This yeah. is a limit. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough knowing. Yeah. Yeah. You can continue to be aware, but don't look for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know it, you see it, you just continue you to it, do yeah. that. Yeah, you feel it. You continue to know that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Next. Yeah. I'm, I'm having difficulty finding uh, investigative questions. Mm. Um, <laughs> I just repeated what you said. Translate. I read the example in the book about. Um, when he was uh, trying to listen to his teacher and other people were talking and mm -hmm. anger arose. But when I'm sitting and an old event comes up, usually the... Oh, was it a pendulum story? Oh. You know, the time we rock, the year, take out the kugu, since I'm in a car. Usually the... Um, the, the emotion doesn't come. It's just mind chatter. And um, so my natural tendency is to let that go. And um, I was just wondering if there's a question. Um, How do you let it go? Just let it go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you recognize there is thinking mind. That's enough. And then you recognize there's no emotion. And then, yeah, so so long as you do the recognition, the awareness, yeah, and it's not important to go on, yeah, you can drop it. It's not a strong emotion um, inducing. Strong emotion, yeah, if there, if or when there is a strong emotion, that's when we can observe strong emotion. When there isn't, then we just yeah. Sometimes there might be emotions at a subtle level. But our aware awareness isn't enough to reach that subtle level of frequency. Um, it, it's not matched yet. So then we can't know it yet, then it's fine. We know emotion, the level that we do. Emotion Pima was investigating Lolo Yanam, Hopa. You neutrally might investigate Lolo Yanam. Investigation doesn't only have to happen when there is an emotion, investigation can happen when everything is perfectly neutral as well. Or when you're happy, when things are feeling good, you can investigate as well. Why is it feeling good? We can investigate the object. We can investigate the way the mind is working to be aware. We can investigate by watching both of them at work. 
the objects that come and the mind that's trying to be aware of them. You can observe them together. He says it just depends on what we want to explore. Then we can ask a question about it and the rest of the time we just explore. The use of a question is not to get an answer. The use of a question is to spark interest um, so that we become, so it's something that we want to understand or know. And that will bring some investigation into our looking. How deep do you investigate? How deep? No need to be deep. He doesn't want us to do something. The, the point of the question is just to uh, bring that stance into the mind so that as it's aware, that's the, you know, it, it's to bring interest. So the mind has a sort of um, a purpose in that time. Yeah. So we're not just staring bright, blindly at the objects. Yeah. Rather than staring blindly at the objects, he says, um, at least we're sort of discerning mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I'll try to describe this experience that I had. Um, uh, the uh, first two days of the retreat, I, I pretty much was asleep, um, both during the day and the night. Um, I think because I've been under a great deal of strain and sadness and, um, and anger, um, uh, my wife passed away. And... Um, I wasn't aware of how much energy had been drained, and uh, and in addition, I was very uh, angry and aversive to almost everything. A lot of thoughts uh, coming into my mind, producing anger, even though they weren't necessarily related directly. And um, and I couldn't saying they're just thoughts didn't didn't do anything. Um, and then on Monday, I guess I had slept enough and I had some energy. And I started. I said to myself, I should, I need a stimulus. So I started reading the dharmas everywhere again. Um, and being reminded of right view, right view, and also in that in the pendulum story, I also read the pendulum story um, of this phrase, um, uh, troublemaking ideas, troublemaking thoughts, and I, and that stuck in my mind. And then later in the afternoon when I was doing walking meditation, um, this, uh, this thought suddenly came into my mind that 
which surprised me, which was, my wife is in mine. She never was. And um, that I, I was lucky enough to be with her for 40 plus years, but through whatever causes and conditions, but she actually really never was mine in a, in a deep sense. And as soon as I had that thought, a great deal of tension released. Mm. And, um, and anger released. And, um, <coughs> and actually for the first time, um, uh, instead of feeling lost, I felt kind of connected. And um, in addition, the other anger, that I, the other thoughts seemed to mitigate, to get less. And, uh, and there was a lightness before everything had been dull and very flat and even my vision changed. The, there was a depth and a kind of sharpness to what I was actually physically seeing. And, um, and it was very sudden. It was just like a, a switch went off. And it occurred to me that um, there really was, uh, this must have been some sort of, that, that it occurred to me what, I, what was happening is I was in a different view. Suddenly I had a right view. And, uh, and the insight was that uh, actually there's no difference between samsara and nirvana. They're just... That I was looking at exactly the same thing, but when the view changed to wisdom, it was like night and day. Um, but it was also clear that the. Okay, sorry. See <laughs> what? <laughs> Overflow pit on. To deal labor, nay, ain't it? Neon yaw ain't it? To the alpy Monday. To me, master, where I'm a child, they are to Emma to the honest stress pin, Emma to daughter, we let Peter. Massima sign it, do it in that daughter, poor Pierre, unless they got loaded there or any hiding at two at the alpy man on Matthew. The yard of eight ayabaya eight eight ตุนเนเนเอ่อจีจีรอตุเซกุนเนเนอะลุบไปยะแมซุบรอตุดะบะเอเวอร์พัดเนเนดะบะเอเวอร์พัดตออีพันดูลัมสตอรี่ยอด
ตัวงามหมอง่าหมอพอเลยเออเอ้อลูกเมียวเวลาเลยตุทุซะนี่เลยเด้อเพราะสินซะไล่ตอหุ่นเลยเด้อตุเมมาตุหาอกูแลมห
and I could see that they they were beginning to I was beginning to listen to the story again mm. a little bit and uh, and I could see that that um, it's there how can I say it? it's it was it was as if it was a conscious thing almost trying to figure out what would grab my participation in the thought. Um, because, and, and what it was, was that some level of enjoyment in the troublemaking. So it had either because it had something, because it was anger, it had something to do with finding the right way of, of engaging my self-righteousness, which made me feel good, even though ultimately it was causing tension in my mind and my body and a lot of pain. And so, uh, I'm sorry. ตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัว
ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်
you know, looking, shopping for defilements. <laughs> you know, a really good defilement to fill that, because, hey, eating and just being here, that, that was an interesting <laughs> To sign it, to the deal, to China, the deal, yeah. You go your land, you did it. To turn it off, no, no, my dinner, no, to turn it off to the return, you did it. Jaria, you're your land, you're your land, Jaria to choose on it. I'm a trot wagily to Batula lesser. I seek a bashan lesser to see when Zazia come a shallot. Bashan lesser to a shopping for defilement, said to a tea, Sara Liu, Tiara, Seca. You're a pin, you're a pin, same with a council of kill it out like Roshara, a mat to Tadar. Okay. Very interesting. It's great that you're beginning to see when the awareness is beginning to dwindle. He said that's that's the beginning. Because usually we just lose it and we don't know that it has actually started waning. It, we're too late. So we have to catch it like, it's like that. It's taken a long time to uh, even in one situation. Yeah. Yes, we build it up like that, little by little, one situation at a time. I, I think the habit of not being, of being bored with the present the reason the mind feels bored with the present moment is because it doesn't truly understand the value of having awareness in the present moment. Like, what would it be if there wasn't, you know? Yeah. What is the value of having it? We don't have that I, I understand Understanding agonally, willing to be aware, not agonally. When that understanding is very strong, when we understand the value of the presence of awareness, he says, then the willingness to be awareness becomes very strong. Mm. That's a wisdom. That's a type of insight. But this is where we begin to understand truly not just the value of mindfulness but also the the difficult the 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 effects of not having mindfulness the the negative effects of having we we understand them fully of not having mindfulness so sometimes so sometimes, in order to appreciate the work that we do, we actually have to um, pose the question to bring us face to face with that. Like, how is mindfulness beneficial in the present moment? Not just this long term I've practiced and this, but in the present moment, just this moment of pure, simple awareness. How is that helpful to the present moment? Yeah. Yeah. He says, in the present moment, because of the lack of wisdom, yes, because of the lack of understanding, he says, delusion is present. And it's delusion that allows us to feel bored with the present moment. 
Yes. First, I want to thank both of you because the energy of exchange is so um, like infectious. The the interest and the curiosity mm -hmm. of the way you two interact it makes the teachings really alive. So thank you. Um, this is a good piggyback on the other. Um, just again seeing. Um, that everything I do is motivated by pleasure. <laughs> and I see that it's, I mean, it feels very, it's like, I guess I'm looking for skillful ways to work with that. I know that's a big question, but in the moment, um, I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so pervasive. So when I see that, it's, I get kind of, um, frozen a little bit because <laughs> it's like any action I do is always towards what's pleasant mm. or it, it seems like that ตัวเปียวเลยดีมาหูหูบุซุนจองเปียวกันกับเปียวเลยตัวเปียวเลยตัวเปียวเลยตัวเปียวเลยตัวเปียวเลยตัวเปียวเลยตัวเปียวเล
dish. And the teacher said to her, you didn't eat the shrimp? <laughs> and she was like, no. He was like, you didn't eat the shrimp? He was like, eat the shrimp? <laughs> you looked at the green, you've seen the green, you've done everything that you need to, but eat the shrimp? <laughs> so it's like, you don't have to avoid the object. You just have to... You have to observe what's going on. You recognize the greed. Her greed went down. Now define you can eat the shrimp. So you only need to, to study, understand the defilement. If the defilement goes, you can still engage with the object. Okay. Okay. How about so like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. He says he he said at that's the time, the opportunity to eat the shrimp and know the taste <laughs> when there's no greed. For her, it would have been the, the perfect opportunity. He says we eat shrimp because we believe that it's tasty. Yes? He says that that's a, a memory that she had. Now she had no greed. She had looked at it so clearly. And he, he said she should have eaten it and then looked at what it feels like to eat shrimp when it's just to eat, mm-hmm. to fill you, mm-hmm. and when there's no greed. Then what is the taste like? He says it's the same with pain, you know, when he explains how to, to observe when there is pain. He says if there's pain, there's aversion, then you watch the aversion. And when the aversion falls away, he said that is the time that you want. He says when the defilements go away, that's the time that wisdom can come in. So we have to continue practicing. And, and because there's no aversion, you can actually look directly at what was pain before. And then you can understand its true nature. But people being a person disappear, being also in, maybe decrease, and they think finish. Listen, meditation not finish. Meditation is to understand something. <laughs> so, for example, uh, often my mind wanders into pleasant thoughts, especially future. It still seems skillful at that point to stop them. I mean, so this is not a, a real experience, right? This is just the mind mm. yeah. fantasizing. Yeah. And seeing that, oh, pleasant again, coming back to something What's that's the, actually yeah. happening. That's confusing to me, like how to look at the desire without indulging in it. Indulging in the thoughts. Mm-hmm. Actually indulging in the pleasantness. The of the, the seeing of the desire. Like, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, he says don't look at the thoughts. Urge to think. Yeah, yeah that, that's what we call the desire, to, like the, the like intention. The energy in the body. Yeah, the intention. Intention in Yeah, it's when there's a strong intention that thoughts keep going. 
Sometimes it's not helpful to just look at thoughts because we seem to be, you know, like it's like a grape, the, the fruit is on the end and, and you, you need to pick it up by the, what do you call it, the stem and you get the whole bunch. He says, and looking at, the, at all the grapes, the thoughts, he says it's like looking at the end so you're not catching the, the, the whole, the picture, you know. So he says you need to um, get it from its root. Okay. So the, the <coughs> desire to think, and then you just pick up the whole bunch. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Oh, now we better I don't pay that more. The five minutes pay. You have to like a defilement pay. Yeah. You have to be like a defilement in vipassana meditation he says it's not about getting rid of the objects he says it's a, about setting the ground for wisdom to arise so that wisdom can get rid of defilement. of the defilements he said not the objects simple, then, simple. yeah he says without the defilements then we can decide whether the object is a useful or not useful thing to use or not to use he says, some objects we can try to avoid. He says, but we can't avoid some other objects. Like, we can't avoid seeing or hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, when we eat, we can't avoid taste. You just can't avoid it. Mm-hmm. Body sensation? Body sensations, they're there. But we don't have to avoid it. We can't stop thinking either. I do it, but my daughter, my people... But we, what we are learning to do is um, learn to watch the emotions that arise and then understand things as they are so that this greed and aversion, this greed, this greed and aversion towards the objects doesn't arise. I yeah, So only when we watch that the aversion and greed that does arise, and then when we know the greed and aversion are not there, that's when we can actually look at those objects and, and seeing is just seeing, or hearing is just hearing, touching is just touching. That's when it happens. Mm. Okay. Yes. I forget, I, I don't remember. Similar to you. Similar to you. Similar to Oh, he thought you look familiar. Yeah, that's what he means. Okay. Yeah. Very, very happy to see you again. Okay. Uh, I had an experience. Uh, a big defilement. Um, several months ago, I have a big project coming. Oh. Um, it's a very important project to me. Oh. And when it was approaching, I became very excited and my mind was agitated. And my mind was fully occupied by oh. the easy. And it's keep on running and cannot stop. 
and cannot observe. Mm. Even they cannot observe. Cannot observe immediately because it's very powerful, and you watch it. Awareness goes away. Yeah, awareness gone. <laughs> so very soon I lost in uh, in uh, in the thought, and I even become sleepless. Sleep? Can I, sleep? Can I sleep? Yeah, I know. Before, before, uh, oh. one day, yeah, can I sleep one day before? That over you. The, yeah, the one that, yeah, it's um, very, very powerful. Um, there's nothing I can do about that. Mm. Uh, so, um, that time, because I have no way to deal with it, I just let it be. Uh, until he running out of his force, mm. but he also exhausted. So I wanted to ask Sarah, is there any uh, better option I can do, or any recommendations, any, any suggestions? He says, if we haven't built up a practice that's strong, then if we try to use the practice only when something comes up, he says, there's no power. Then we're just mercy, we're just powerless. He says, um, so he says, so that's why it's important to build. At that time, um, you, it might be useful, he said, to use samatha meditation, where you s just don't allow the mind to think, just mm -hmm. focus your mind on one object only, and just, and just, you know, repeatedly focus aware, 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 just to calm the mind down. ยอมเดียวสิเลยตัวเนี้ยอาทุกตัวอาทุกเลยทําไมอาทุกตาเนี่ยขึ้นอะไรขึ้นได้มั้ยเนี่ยครับเนี่ยรู้ขึ้นได
better. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Otherwise, you do like this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Left and right. Then right. Yes, 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 yes. Otherwise, you do like yeah. this. Otherwise, you're just hitting with one fist. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to learn both sides, right? Then you can use at, at any time. Mm-hmm. Any situation can. This situation that way. This situation that way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even also this. It's like uh, soccer players. He says, you know, if they have the ball in front of them, they're near the goal, it doesn't matter which part of the body they use, they're going to get the ball into the net. Yeah, they'll use their head, their arm, their leg, whatever is near. He says, uh, I mean, not their arm, their shoulder. He says, so long. He said, that's skillfulness, knowing if what you're not He said, if they only knew how to uh, score a goal using their right foot, then it might not, not be helpful if they need to use their left. Yeah. He said, that's skillfulness. Use it all. That's why he loves watching soccer. <laughs> He says, no matter how the ball comes. He said, just send the ball in front of the goal and they will put it in. If you don't have a question, I have a question. <laughs> How do you feel? How about your practice? How is your practice? Oh, how is your practice? Okay. Are you well, okay? on retreat, better. But I was thinking how in daily life I try. You know, oh, oh. Every day, okay. try. Yeah, you can do something in integrate in daily life, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of uh, suffering, confusion, that's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So why has the mind to your dimaro anita myai pyu pyan thai le ko ma che ya o ma ba ma lo wa o a ba thok wa le dao ba da ni ma ne ne ba we a chan na tu tu ba we twa la la ko e ya ko pyan ba thu lo le a daily activity of bojan yan lo la he says he says there's not that much difference between living at home and here so I mentioned the special conditions here, and um, and he says, well, really, it's not that much difference. He says, 
um, just get really used to being continuously mindful in daily activities. And and you can use that in your life. He says, even when we're at home, if our minds are fully within ourselves, it feels exactly the same as you're on retreat, as if you're on retreat. But sometimes, yes, we need help, and then go to a retreat. It helps to regroup the mind. Recharge, we apply law. It is harder at home. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it did feel the same the first two days I was here. I was like, oh, it's not that different. Yeah. I don't even know, feel that I'm on retreat exactly. Mm. But by yesterday, I was feeling some effects that I was like, oh, yeah, this is different. Yeah. He says it's all about becoming skillful. Skillful, skillful that comes from lots and lots of practice. So don't give up. Just keep going. Yeah. Good. I don't need Yeah. So now he knows a little bit about you. Okay. Uh, so, uh, aside, I've, I've been sick for the last five or six months. Sick. Sick. Oh. Two diseases. Oh. And uh, taking a lot of strong medicines. Oh. And um, so sometimes the mind can be quite balanced and okay with accepting what's happening and the physical sensations and not knowing uncertainty. And other times the mind loses balance and there can be a lot of fear or um, a lot of not wanting the experience. Like this morning when I woke up, just this very strong feeling. It was I don't want to be sick anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, so just wondering if you have any thoughts on, mm -hmm. on practicing with those strong mind states. He says you have to watch that mind, the mind that doesn't want to be sick. But remember to look at it with right view. It's the nature of the mind. This is happening as it should. This is how the mind will be. So the mind will come up that you don't want to be sick and then your conscious mind remind yourself well this is the nature this is nature the mind will be this way um, and be aware of that the yogi's responsibility is just three. He says, bring right view in, be aware of it with right view, and continue to be aware. Yeah. But these things will happen. You have to... Like, there's a reason that these minds arise. There's a reason that these conditions are present. You, you have to let them be. 
Mind or the system. Yeah. So it's really the mind is resisting the current conditions. So you just will have to watch that resistance. That's right. I'm assuming his answer will be the same. That the the other place the mind goes is to regret from the past. Circumstances or actions have been different. And Let it happen. Let there be regret. No. No problem. <laughs> and don't complain. <laughs> His teacher told him this when he was very young. He's very lucky because it stuck with him. His teacher said to him, whatever happens, if you know it, that's right view. So there's a rejoicing in being aware. So even if he had unwholesome states of mind, he'd be really happy because I know. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that is the right view he had. He's not knowing some fantasy about himself. He's knowing the truth. This is what's in his mind right now. Yeah. So that, it's, that little bit like taught his mind how to meditate, how to just be aware. Just be aware, yeah. Say it again, what his teacher said. said whatever is happening, if you know it, that is right view. Samadeti, his teacher said. Um, this has been my practice for the past two or three years, and uh, as soon as it started, as this practice emerged, um, I switched almost entirely to walking meditation because it seemed far more effective. And um, and during that time, um, um, their growth has been has has been really wonderful, and I, I you know, see so much more now, and there's so much more continuity of awareness, and that. Um, a great deal of that carries over into daily life too. Um, sitting meditation uh, is quite different. Um, I s- still um, regularly get lost in thought, and there's such a high percentage of time when I'm sitting that you know I'm lost in thought. Um, when I become aware of that, and I and I am aware, then everything that's available available to me during walking or during you know daily life is is available then to that same degree of awareness of um, the same the same level of subtlety. And, um, but there is so much time that was lost. Um, so I've often gotten the sense that my practice is unfolding in its own way and at its own pace. But and and so from that point of view I'm I'm really inclined to just let it be as far as the sitting, just you know, just continue to be with what's happening. 
But I also know that sometimes it's skillful. There's there is some skillful means to apply, um, you know, shift in perspective or something um, that would make that you know that might make that form of practice um, more more beneficial to me. So I was wondering if the side do had any um, thoughts about. ตุเรกะเนี่ยหลบยอนน่ะตุตุเดียสะอาทุกเรียตุเซญญาอีเบเมียเมียชอบตอเรตุเซญญาอเมียยิชอบตอตุอเมียยิจุ๋ชิเร
trying to make sure that he was aware. That's what he was looking at. He says, but for those who look at the objects, he says, we, um, there's a lot of running around because the objects, he says, just from, from standing to sitting, he says, the, the man was so mad because from standing to sitting, he missed so many things. He was like, I was standing, sitting and then I came to, from sitting to standing, sorry, from sitting, he came to a standing position. He was like, I lost my awareness in between. He said, how can I do that? And he said, you, it'll happen because you're looking at the objects. If you hang on to the awareness, the awareness will know something or the other as you're going from a sitting to a standing. So when you are continuously knowing that you are aware, then there is a feeling that you are continuously aware. And if you lose that awareness, you know as well. Because the feeling of being aware and the feeling of not being aware is so vastly different. Not being aware is like being blind. It just feel, you just feel blind. And then when you're aware, it feels so clear and connected and, and there, <laughs> here. <laughs> When we don't know, it's like being dead or blind, he says. That's why the Buddha said, when we are heedless, it is death. Mindfulness mindfulness leads to uh, nirvana, the Buddha said. It feels alive when we are aware. Somebody, one of the yogis in Australia said he felt that way. When he was aware, he felt alive, and when he wasn't aware, he felt like he he hadn't existed then, like he had been dead. He didn't know anything. Yes. Um, so I was here two years ago, and uh, my practice was struggling for a while, kind of working in the daily life. And about six months ago, um, it seemed to be momentum start to pick up. So um, I was noticing a lot. So can't, I don't. Can I just tell you a few of the things? And then... I'll tell you when to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things uh, uh, during sitting meditation, um, I was watching things. It was very clear. Uh, I guess you could describe it as a very good sit. And I was just watching things come up and go, come up and go. And all of a sudden, I realized none of this is real. Nothing that was coming through was real. Um... And I just sat there looking at everything, and nothing seemed real. Um, and uh, uh, you know, as normally when I get some type of insight, just everything goes quiet and very peaceful. And uh, so it was a very peaceful day. Uh, another one was um, I was in the gym on the treadmill, and my body was screaming with discomfort and. Just dissatisfaction, like get off this treadmill. And I 
you know, I'm on this treadmill all the time. I don't feel like that usually. And it's, uh, so I said, just look at it. And I kept looking at it. It was just like, it was just like my body was just screaming to get off. I kept looking at it. And all of a sudden it snapped into focus. And it was like my mind saw it. It was just mental discomfort. And after I saw it, it just, just disappeared. And all of a sudden I'm just there running as usual. Uh, another one was about a week I had this experience where, uh, and I'm not sure if this is wisdom because he speaks of wisdom all the time and I could never really understand. He talks about it like a state almost. Like a state it's all different of kinds of wisdom. Yeah. yeah, it's different kinds of wisdom. And it seemed like uh, I was always, n I, I would know and understand what to do. It was no doubt. It's just sure. It was no discussion in my mind going back and forth. It was very odd, and it felt like being in a state because I was kind of fall in and out of this. And it was like I always knew what to do at any moment. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there was a lot of skillful actions and things like that during this period. And. It almost felt like I was living a different life because life was different. Because it wasn't the same patterns over and over again, same responses and reactions. It was yeah. just different. Everything yeah. I was doing was yeah. right and just doing things clearly yeah. for a reason or you know, just, under, just purely understanding through understanding. Uh, so, uh, stop at that because there are so many things going on. I don't okay. know why the six month period was. อืมตูลงเกระเนี่ยเนี่ยก็ซะอาทุกเกระตูไอ้มาเซ็ปรออาทุกโจซะเนี่ยเลยเนี่ยลงเกระช่องล่ะอาซะปรอเฉยเนี
Saya ingat lah lupa, nyeritak lah lupa Saya went into place tu tahu ke lah Itu ni anak tu terbawa tu lalu-lalu Yeah, so this is a time of momentum. And yes, wisdom was working when you said that you just knew what to do and stuff like that. Yeah. He says, Ujotika no, has a phrase. He said, Ujotika said, everything went into place and I just knew what I had to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like that. I don't know about Sikha Dua. Yeah. It's not I, of course. It's a way of expressing it. It's just the mind, the wisdom knows what to do. I don't know about Sikha Dua. He said, all right. He says, he needs to have proof like this that yogis can do it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. When I was in the treadmill and I saw right away that this was it, is that yeah. wisdom also? Yes, that's yeah, an insight yes, yes, as well. Sure, very sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just consciously see it because I had so many experiences where I would watch something and watch something, especially something's discomfort or sort of defilement. Mm. And there's that Yeah, he feels energized by you now. Things will still disappear, but I don't consciously see. Yeah, sometimes there's not an insight, even though it, it the thing disappears. Don't be right. Oh, eight the cow got one. โอ้ญาณผิดเลยอีกเส้นมันที่บรอเปียวไว้ดิตะคันทะเลอ่ะโอ้มะกังมะไจเตเซโกจีนเนี่ยมะไจเตเซกะเปียวไว้ดังนั
You know, that impression. Yeah, he says, if you think about all the insights you've had over the years, he says, think about how long any of them have lasted. Some, everyone lasts different amounts, yeah. Yeah, it seems like the defilements are more impressed in the mind than the wisdom. Yeah, wisdom comes up and then... You know, it can't hang around for long sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. That's why we have to practice continuously so that wisdom can keep arising whenever it has the opportunity because we've given it the opportunity by being aware. Yes. So... First talking. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, um, insight or seeing sort of a change in view that's now more consistent, which is um, when there's no uh, grasping or aversion to attend with to know, and there's aware of awareness, um, <laughs> there is the experience of stopping. Hard to describe, but there's no, uh, especially when I'm walking, there's no movement. There's nothing happening. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense to me, but it is my experience. Okay, so Pure is a glowy ass interview, and I'm a little. Um, two of your two ไอ้ญาณตะมิวะคณะคณะผิดโลอเมลุโลชิ่งนี่ตะโลเบตัวตะขาตะเลนตะดีโอเปลี่ยนตีเนี่ยอารมณ์อ่ะยัดตัวต
uh, he talks a lot about the knowing quality of awareness, and I'm trying to understand if there are other qualities of awareness besides knowing, uh, because or that some of what I'm experiencing is the impact of aware of awareness, like stopping or clarity or or if if I'm turning the awareness into a thing. The qualities of sati, he says, the quality of sati is not forgetting the right, the wholesome, the wise. That's the essential quality of sati. Yeah. Um, Nabara. Sorry, I forgot the second book. So if, uh, if there's awareness of awareness, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so the really my the, the key question is, uh, if there's an experience of that, uh, it feels like I can then turn that into an object. Right? Yes. All right. The deal thing the deal I owe you rapport. Yes. Yeah. Awareness becomes the object. I the deal I own. He said, it's just like he says that there are so many things that we can be aware of, there's so many objects that we can know, and, and awareness is included in, in one of those. Although awareness does the awareness of the objects, it can become its own object as well. Because it's a stream, right, of mind. Yeah. Okay. A couple of questions. Okay. Um, did the lady with the yogi with the shrimp ever come back with the afterthoughts? Well, with the afterthoughts? I don't know. I wasn't there. Becky, now to car, any hario. ปัญชูบรอดรอบมาปาเบเนซาบรออูเซอปยาลาชาวติลาเรอะรอมติบรอบอ่ะไอ้ไม่ใช่ได้ใช่มั้ยซ่าอย่าละบ่ฮิสเ
ตีบ่จูซานะฮอเดดัมเมทไทยซินซาราโอตีดาเมียรออะรอสิกโกเบจีดาเมียเนี่ยเนี่ยเอ้าจังปุ๊กเข้าเอ่อมาดัดดีบ
suddenly drop. So, young young kid, need I to a young twine, Tiana, to lamp away, can you Tiana, Lungarachola, to disacamu, Loyarello, to Jaro, to young young, I say, I can feel, I'm still picking the um, awareness of the, the things I've been doing, yeah. but I also have some difficulty. I don't do enough sittings, meditations. Oh. Maybe the mind thought, oh good, I got into the retreat, now I can really work there and then we'll start working at home. He says, maybe you shouldn't have got that letter. <laughs> <laughs> he says, at least you would have kept trying on your own. Yeah. <laughs> he says, the, the dependence on the retreat. You know, the mind is like, oh yeah, now I can go for a retreat. So it's like, relax. Just relax a little bit, but it's good because I actually still feel that I'm... He says, the defilements tricked you. <laughs> Even though I'm not trying, but I can still see that the awareness is... there. ได้เนี่ยอืมแต่ดิโรชีเนี่ยดิเรชีเนี่ยบัดยูไอฟอร์ยูเลดยูออกมาแล้วบ่บัดบัดบัดเอฟเฟอร์ซอร์ฟเอ
Relax but dedicated. What we want to reduce is the defilements. That's why we relax. But we cannot relax effort. Relax though we know in effort by yoga. Yeah. So he, he's worried about the, the kind of efforting that the defilements do. Mm-hmm. So he wants us to relax so that the defilements can't come in and focus too hard mm-hmm. or try too hard, stuff like that. He says, but, Balen? Effort showing, showing it. Relax, But as we keep trying to relax, so initially we're relaxing the defilements, he says, then it goes too far and then we relax effort as well. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes too little. Um, I've been uh, practicing for three consecutive um, intensive retreat with Mahasi tradition. So when I came here, it was fear. It was fear of letting go of the rise and fall. I see the fear of watching everything. And when that fear fear comes up, and then the body shakes. See the direct correlation between the mind and the body Mm -hmm. at that time? Because the mind at the beginning was so tense. Mm -hmm. And then when Tayadasa relaxed, it opens up a little bit, but it's still some tense. Mm -hmm. You can feel the tense in the body, and now even talking about it, it's like shaking. (laughs) And so the nervousness comes in, Mm -hmm. and... um, he says, the fear comes because it feels like there must be a big difference in the two practices, but that's not a huge difference. He says, Satipatthana is still Satipatthana. But in the mind, it seems so extreme. So you can use rice and falling also, no problem. Yeah, it's just an object. You can use rice and falling also. Do the object, man. That's not a problem. So when now that it doesn't... The habit is to go and see the rise and right, fall, right. Close. but then yeah. when it realizes it, it releases it, yeah. and then it just wait, it just wait for the object to come. So like sensation in the hands, sensation in the body, and the tingling. So it just come, and then so it sees the mind more relaxed. Yes, it okay. sees the mind more relaxed, and then it sees like coolness in the stomach, mm. and then it sees that, and I'm like, okay, why is that? And
that sensation dies down. Oh, mm. okay. Okay. You, that yeah. Yeah. you know how to watch resistance. Yeah, right. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's very strong. Whatever. Then you can see the mind and observe yeah. it. Yeah, and, that's good. And then yesterday, the, the energy was very uh, strong and it's very happy. It's like grinning. Smiling all the time. He said he needs to take some pictures of you. And then today, after breakfast, um, it started to do the walking meditation. And all of a sudden, the body feels really, it feels like it needs to breathe more and it feels really weak. So I'm like, okay. And then it didn't resist it. It just went down, uh, went up, and just lay down to watch what it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it just watch it, and then it goes in. It feel like a daze sometimes, mm-hmm. and then it in and out, in and out, and then it keep on watching, watching it, and then it's like, ah, oh, it was comparing yesterday and today. Oh. So it was comparing the yeah, energy. Yeah. And the lack of energy. Oh. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then it's see it's all relative, right? Yeah. So it's it's comparing and like, oh wrong view. <laughs> <laughs> and then it let it go. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He says sometimes the lying down can bring on that dizziness. Yeah. If you lean back and keep your head up at least you won't get that dizzy because the blood yeah. is not rushing to the head. Right. Right. And then sometimes the body it feels like it's on automatic. It's like it's and it's like it's, it's if the mind feel concentrated for some reason, but it's like it's all it's like a robot. It just said, but it felt that before in the intense retreat. Yeah. But it was felt here. It just felt like it's an it's it's like a a robot. Uh, to call this kind of go use a robot over. So that he was in that he tell me that to the guy only. Di kanako di se tuha galu to call you. Tu apa mana ni? Ah, tu tu apa tu that he tell me lah with you. Okay. Yes. Good. Good enough. Continue, no? What do you want Okay, finish. <laughs> one more? Just one more question. Yeah. So, when we're talking about, you know, like, let be aware and let wisdom make the decisions instead of, you know, as long as you have the right attitude. Uh, and you mentioned right attitude is no dopa, no no dopa, uh, no dopa, no dopa. What about the... Uh, yeah, only when wisdom is present. Only yeah. when wisdom is present. Yeah, so that wisdom can come from three sources, right? It can come from what you've heard and read. It can come from understanding something by, by yourself, by thinking about it and it sounds logical, or it can come from insight that you've had before. Mm. So if you still have, defined, uh, still have delusion, then you make wrong decisions. It's oh, still possible to, yeah. 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 Of course. Some people have awareness, samadhi, but still have defilements. Because wisdom is not present. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> all of us. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
See you next time. Huh?